Welcome to the Monversation Podcast, a judgment-free zone where we grab a cuppa and spill our hearts. Whether it's about our pain, desires, joy, spirituality, and or passions, we hope that whatever we discuss today will inspire you to go out and be bold in using your voice and being authentically you. I am your host, Darina Owindi. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, good people. It has been a long time and I haven't podcasted since April. I know if you're a regular listener, you've probably wondered if I've pod faded or if I've quit podcasting. Well, the reason for me not podcasting is because of exhaustion and planning. If you didn't know, I publish my book. It's available on Amazon. It's titled Monversation, A Journey to Healing. And I talked about it during uh, the PEDA, which was podcast every day in April. And I'm really thankful for all of you who actually showed up and experienced it. And um, the book launch and who have bought the book. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it was actually exhausting organizing the book launch because I had to do everything myself you know when you're doing events and you don't have a team because currently I'm working alone now since um, I kind of took a step back from being a digital nomad and just decided to just do the things that I need to do for my projects instead of working on other people's projects and that has been really taxing and required a lot of discipline but I'm really happy that the book is out the other thing also that has taken much of my time is trying to figure out how to print the book because when you self-publish you know in the publishing world things are different things when when you have a book deal they handle the marketing they handle um, the promotion your book tours, everything. But for me, it's just me, basically. And the other thing about publishing that people think is like people who get publishing book deals that they, they, that they get really rich and they have a lot of money being an author. And that is not true because once you're in a publishing company, you have to sell the rights. You wrote the book, but you sell the rights of your book. And it's kind of the same with music is if you're published or if you're in a company maybe you get a certain percentage of royalties at least in the book industry I know it's two to five percent so the only time someone really is making money is if they're selling maybe over a hundred thousand to one million copies because then the royalties are really 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 good and imagine that means like if someone has their book published all over the world and different translation those publishing companies in those parts of the world own the rights to your book in that language so it is and you still get the royalties but anyway so the reason why I I took to self-publishing was because I wanted control over my book and I wanted to own the rights and all that so um, then actually the printing process was I found someone to print and they just ghosted me and I mean not to print but to work on the layout because when you work alone you have to learn to delegate the things that you're not good at and I with the layout I'm okay with it on word 
But then when it comes to printing, there's another way in which things are done. And I really wanted my first book to, to when it's printed, I wanted it to look really good. And I guess I've also put a lot of pressure on myself on that. But I haven't just been focusing on trying to get the book printed. I also have been focusing on getting the second book, uh, volume two, done. And it's actually almost finished. There's just a few things here and there that need to be done. But otherwise, it is volume two conversation. And I am not going to tell you what the title is, but I'll give you a hint. It's probably a little bit of it is mentioned in the first book. So what I wanted to say was, I just wanted to thank all of you who've supported me, who've listened, who've shared, who've been sending me messages and asking me that I should get back to podcasting. I will, and I will get back to podcasting in 2019 more uh, regularly. Um, I was just feeling that maybe I'm kind of sick of talking all the time. You know, people usually have um, a podcast and they have interviewees and and I feel like I actually enjoy having a conversation more than a conversation. Setup for of conversation was me alone, and then one interview per month. But then, getting people with their schedules, and also sometimes can be impossible. And right now, I'm in a position where I have to really focus on the timings of when I can. When I, the timings and when I can record because I have the possibility of being surrounded by people. So then that's been the logistics. But other than that, I have enjoyed listening to other podcasts, um, especially my friend Carol's because she started podcast. Her podcast has grown fully. And I feel like it's her. Carol has been a guest on this show uh, her, her podcast now is Her Conversations. I've been a guest on it. And if you've lost someone, then I would recommend going to Carol's website or YouTube. Look for Carol May Wittick and uh, check out the interview that she had with me because we we're talking about dealing with loss during the holidays and how how it really feels, you know. So if you know anyone who's going through loss or having some or has someone who's terminally ill anyway so uh yeah so that's basically what's been going on and uh I have also been working part-time uh because you know some bills need to be paid so since I uh kind of took a step back on the digital nomad thing um so I've had to find a way to to replenish my resources so that I can actually get by and it's not bad uh it's an interesting job and actually it has made my writing or made me think of things sometimes you know you may get a job and you're not sure why you're at a job but then you know I believe that the universe works in ways that allow things to happen and allow things to go with the flow so um allow things to this, to allow things to go with the flow and it is great so guess what I was up to this um, summer as well so I had been told you know this uh, 2018 was a year of firsts I did so many things 
that I hadn't done before. Um, I actually read my poetry in public for the first time this year. I actually went to a poetry slam and won, okay, not won, okay, in my opinion, I was third place. And I think I would have won because it was a mixture of Finnish poets and English-speaking poets. And I was reading um, and performing poetry from my book, which got a really, really good review. So I feel if it was an English one, I probably would have won. Um, And it actually made me see that the poetry community in Helsinki is actually alive and there are many other uh, aspects and places. And poetry, I've I've started, I've always liked poetry growing up, but I never actually would have thought that I would become a poet. So I'm I'm, I'm a published poet. And sometimes saying that I'm a published poet or I'm an author sounds so strange. But being that I'm a second generation author, it, it's, it shouldn't be. And poetry allows you to say things that you have been thinking but don't know how to articulate and you just write your feelings. And when I listen to other people's poetry and how they express themselves from deep within, it is so beautiful and it's so healing and That is why I have decided that I'm coming up with um, a healing writing course and I've been working on that and I hope that everything will be up and running. And the other thing is I'm also going to teach you how to publish yourself on Amazon if you're a non-US citizen or a US resident because that is actually the most complicated thing because people say oh you can publish on Amazon you can do this but it's easy if you're a US citizen because you have everything that you need over there and it's not um because there's some little formality there are some formalities that are very important that should be considered when I was visiting Finland um before I moved back was I my cousin had decided that she was tired of being single and then she'd be open to dating. So her her um, idea was to go on 52 dates, which was one date a week with someone. And she was actively trying to do that. And she said, sometimes it wouldn't work and, you know, it was busy. And I thought that was really inspiring. So she recommended that I try and... and she recommended that I should try a dating app and I was really apprehensive about it because I like uh, meeting people on a human connection and a human level and for me online but then I thought that could it be that different from online because half of the people that I've met in my life like who I've become friends with I've met them on Twitter and Instagram so I decided that to join a dating app and I decided um, I would, I didn't want to do Tinder because basically Tinder has a reputation that it's mainly for hookups and I was not planning on getting hooked up in in such a way. So I just wanted to find um, someone who I could probably just do hobbies with, not necessarily dating, but maybe someone find someone in common you know I tried two apps I tried um what is this inner circle which is a Dutch app and then I tried happen so inner circle with my experience it is 
um, it is kind of difficult because sometimes you cannot like someone has to message you and sometimes you don't have access to messaging them if you don't pay or if you free up something by inviting someone and there were some people that I met there I'm, I probably uh, met to I went on probably two dates on that app um, and the first date was was just a disaster because the person was just fostering different stereotypes of what they felt about Africans and how I should be as a Kenyan because he liked running and he told me no he was shocked that I didn't like running and claimed that but you're Kenyan and I'm like really it's not this like in Finland it's not like everyone plays ice hockey so um then what happened uh I met different people and actually this time I decided to consciously um, some people just assumed I didn't speak Finnish and some people just spoke to me in Finnish, which I really appreciated. And then, you know, sometimes when you're um, an intuitive person, for me, it was like looking, sometimes I could look at someone's picture and tell that they were probably not the best. I don't know, just the energy in their picture. And for me, it was like some would be, would just, when I looked at their picture, they give me like that, it would give me that old feeling. So anyway... I went on a couple of dates and then one thing that I realized about dating on apps is usually when you go on those apps, there's that expectation that you're going to go on dates. So people have high expectations and the fact is it is mainly about physical attraction. That is the fact. And then um, some people may talk to you um, because I... D- purposely put a picture where you can only see my side profile and you couldn't see my eyes because I did not want stalkers I've had stalkers it's not funny so um but in the end I learned so much about myself and I learned about how much um I can communicate I learned about my limits and it was a really good experience and I feel that for dating apps are not for me but it's something that I tried. And I think I wrote about it on my blog uh, and uh, Darina Describer about us uh, just briefly about my experience. Um, and my conclusion is you should try dating apps if you're at this point where you just feel that you need to get out there and you're not looking for anything. Just, you know, just meeting people, getting to know people. Because I met diff- people, interesting people who worked in different industries. I got to learn about their jobs. I got to learn about what they liked and what they didn't like. And some people, um, you meet them and after 20 minutes, you just know that, "Mm, no. And it's okay to just tell them that, hey, you know, or sometimes, you know, you just, both of you just realize that it's like, you just don't want to meet again. And most of the people I never met again, you know, so, um, but then it made me realize that, yeah, you cannot meet someone by staying at home and expecting if you want to go out and date. And somehow, you know, when you're out there dating um, and getting yourself out there, maybe uh, it, it also speaks to the universe that and says that, hey, like this person is going on dates. Maybe these experiences might prepare them for meeting their person. I don't like using the word the one because... Uh, the for me the one is the universe or the source or god or 
whatever term you choose to use. And I feel that by because most people say that when they meet someone else, it completes them. And I feel that you should be complete on your own and that as other person should complement you and a relationship should not be a codependency. And in my opinion, um, from my experience, codependency is the worst thing ever because then you're always, then you you have expectations and then when the expectations are not met, then you're disappointed. The thing that I've realized is by focusing on me more and focusing on my mental health and how I'm feeling and the things that I want to do um, have made me realize what exactly I am looking for and I am open to receiving all the time. And the other thing that I did was I went to salsa classes um, so I learned how to dance a bit of I, salsa and bachata and semba okay kizomba yes um, I, I that was included in the course I'm not that good at it anyway and actually to be honest it makes me feel uncomfortable because I don't like dancing that close with strangers and people that I don't know with salsa it's different because at least people know where they're putting their hands with and then you feel like you have to always be like, think like a man, be like a man or whatever. Why isn't it okay to, to be a woman? Yeah. So for me, uh, going for these classes was a way to find a balance between my femininity and my masculinity because, you know, there's dualities, you know, sometimes you need to be a bit aggressive or to get your way because in this world people will will step on you but i've learned to to focus i mean to to be comfortable in my femininity and not have to play the role of being of using my masculine energy to do things and i've noticed that it works even better so because you know the thing is with um with salsa there's the the male uh, counterpart is the one that leads and I know some people get upset they're like oh it's so sexist so the woman is supposed to follow so I learned a lot about my how I can how you it also lets you know how you interact with people and because at the end of the day when you're out there interacting with people you also have to learn to go with the flow and not um, not always think too much just allow things to go to go as they may and I feel like 2018 has been a year of life lessons. Um, I've also realized some of my friendships um, have faded away. Uh, not because there's any animosity. It's just that we're just not aligned. We're not on the same page. Because I'm doing different things. They're doing different things. They don't understand my world. And they just don't want to. And there are also other people that I've met who I thought were really, um, really great people. And then, you know, sometimes you can tell a person's thoughts by um, you. Uh, basically, I would say this year I have noticed that some people are nice on the surface, but you just when you look at their Facebook profile, they're just Internet trolls. Also, don't spend much time in social media because I've been creating and I just feel really happy with 2018 because I've achieved quite a lot. I mean, I'm a published author. Um, not only that, like 
I've I've learned so much about myself and I am on that journey to healing like the title of the book a journey to healing if you're listening to this podcast and you know anyone who's lost someone especially a partner it is always hard because imagine waking up to someone for over 40 years to get used to not being there and not being able to call them so please if you do have parents or people that you love have lost a partner be really gentle with them because it's not easy at all it's not easy because these are shared memories these are shared habits these are moments these are so many things so if you could have compassion or call them or if you can uh, be with them basic thing is gratitude and I've just been practicing gratitude for the good and the bad and sometimes things happen for example and I think that it's that that it it shouldn't have happened and then later on I realized that it just happened the way it should be so sometimes things don't work out and you may be asking why and then you realize that ah I understand that now so don't feel pressure don't feel pressure to be something that you're not and just try and sit in and find a way to be your own authentic self whatever that may be for me being my authentic self is being able to speak my mind unedited and I know I'm not for everyone and I know some things I may say may sound crazy to you but it's not about judging it's about holding space and listening and just listening to things objectively instead of subjectively and accusing people and I've learned the funny thing is I remember people who would um, send me messages and tell me that I'm doing things wrong or whatever and then I would just be quiet and then now some of them are on their journey of not walking the same path that people expect them to and they're feeling the pressure and they're realizing that okay now they get me and some people find their own awakening or their own path in in time and don't judge others because I know when I found when I found my path slowly when I realized I'm actually a writer and uh, that is my superpower and allowing people to feel um, I would feel like I would like you know I'd be like oh look at those people they don't understand and whatever but then at the end of the day I realized I was judging it's the same way when people become some people who've never been vegan like people who've grown up vegan who've or vegetarian or like you understand their lifestyle that's the only life they've never known but then like the new people come in and it's and and they judge the other people for eating meat and stuff forgetting that they used to eat meat you know and then they're very uh, angry and aggressive and it becomes like there's no balance um and i feel that everything should be handled with gentleness because you don't know at what stage someone has been and that's the collective thinking is that once uh, there's some people who say that they're spiritual and whatever and and they don't treat other people with compassion so it is about being gentle with yourself forgiving yourself for the decisions the bad decisions that you made because we all make bad decisions sometimes we don't have clarity sometimes we're in a position where 
we can't really speak sense, you know. But at the end of the day, we have tomorrow to start over and to make changes. And it's all about changing habits. One thing I've realized is the only way to change is to change your habits and to change your thinking. And that happens within 21 days. And I have been keeping gratitude diary. I started just a specific diary just to write gratitude and write what I feel grateful for. And I started doing it in November and I was going to do it the whole month of November, but I've continued it on to this month. And I think I'm going to make it a habit and continue it on. Like I have a journal as well that I usually write on. Um, and actually my journal got finished because I started writing it in February. And it's the I got it from Carol actually. It was a gift um, and I really needed it. So the title is I'm, I'm Brave, Strong and Fierce. And 2018 has been a brave, strong and fierce year. And I'm really grateful that's all that is all I can say that I'm grateful but thank you um so much for coming in and listening to me and finding out what happened to me I'm going to be creating more content um there's going to be more courses and that's basically what I've been working on so just because I'm not online and I'm not posting doesn't mean that I'm not doing anything and for some people they feel the need to show up and I guess it's also a cultural thing like I've noticed there's some people from different cultures who always you know post um on Facebook and all that I know people like consistency and stuff um but sometimes people have a season and some people some people force themselves to do things and for example um uh for example that like this uh there's someone I know who's been podcasting every day for a year and it was something that they tried to do and it became a habit and they were able to do it but then at first they were kind of nervous about it and they got used to it and and everything I feel like there's times in life where you when you make that decision and you stick to it and it just happens for you for me I feel like I still need to continue writing more books and I feel like 2019 is the is the year that I'm going to be ready to be my authentic self unedited. It's not going to be like right now. This is basically me and this is how I talk and this is how my thought process works. So if you're ready to step in with me in 2019, go ahead. And if you're not, it's okay. I no hard feelings. I'm not for everyone like I said before, and that's okay. So, and if you're going through some strife or anything, I just want to send you some love, some hugs, and sometimes you just have to rejoice in sorrow. I mean, if anything, if you read my homeless story on being a digital nomad, you know, it was something that was for me rock bottom, and I couldn't think of any other bottom to go to because that was the year I lost my dad uh, my my uncle died six months after that my, that my dad's brother and then all of a sudden my mom was in a car accident and she survived of course so otherwise it would be a different story so and then I was in that situation maybe one day I'll talk about that homeless situation um, a bit better but I if people 
people can survive anything. Like we're humans, we can be resilient. And sometimes you can be in that position where just you just have no hope. But I remember feeling grateful, like the thoughts that went through my mind during that time when I had to uh, be homeless and in that camping site was, hey, at least I have a roof over my head. I was thinking about all those people in Syria who were sleeping in fear that they may be, there may be bombs and all that stuff. And I was just thinking, you know what? It always could be worse. So whatever it is that you're experiencing right now, whether you've just been diagnosed with a terminal illness, whether you know someone who's been diagnosed or whether you lost someone, whether you lost a job or something, just know a year from now, you may be laughing and experiencing something even more beautiful and that may just make you extremely happy. You know, a year makes a big difference. Trust me. I should know. And um, people have been asking me how I'm feeling, you know, um, about my dad. Um, I I don't think when you lose someone that you'll ever get over it. Uh, you never do because that person has been a part of your life. But one thing I can say is that they say that time heals. And that statement is so true. It does. It does heal. So... As much as I miss my dad every day, but I feel his presence every day. I don't feel that loss that people were talking about, you know, where you feel lost or something. I've never felt that emptiness inside. I've always felt his presence. So, yeah, I'm good. I got someone watching my back from the other side, so don't mess with me. And I'm not kidding about that. And just remember to be compassionate and... And be the best that you can be and that's all we can ask for and that's the that's all we can ask for and that's all we can hope for so take care and i will let you know where you can find me so you made it till the end thank you so much for joining me and supporting me and you know you can find me on facebook and instagram that's at just monversation on instagram and monversation on facebook actually did you know that there's a blog on the monversation.com site and it is dubbed Dorina the scriber so you can actually find me on instagram as at Dorina the scriber that is D-O-R-I-N-A-T-H-E-S-C-R-I-B-E-R. And thank you so much for joining me. And remember, as always, to do better, be better, and feel better. And above all else, acknowledge where you are now. Namaste. Namaste.